Welcome to Lessons Learned, a podcast and community reflecting on the lessons we've learned and those we're still in the process of learning and sometimes unlearning. I'm Komal, your host. I'm an interviewer, writer, resilience educator, and someone who has lived a lot of life in a short time. I'm here to hold space for the candid and intimate conversations between friends, family, strangers, and cultures to help us connect more deeply with ourselves and each other. This is the podcast I wish I had so many times throughout my life. A place for us to reflect, to be together, and to learn from one another. Now let's get into it. I have always been a fan of personal development and self-improvement. And it's been something that I've often kept very secret to myself when I'm diving into books that are meant to help me improve my life or move myself forward. And especially early in my 20s and into my mid-20s, it was something I would sort of dabble in on the side, watch YouTube videos, read books, and just be on this journey with myself of seeing how can I advance who I am in ways that make sense to me. And what I slowly started to realize over time is that I was receiving a really specific version of a message when it came to the programs that I was signing up for or the books that I was reading, and it came from a very white perspective. And as I began to realize that and dive into what that meant for me on a day-to-day level, I realized that what it meant was I was taking advice from folks who did not have a similar lived experience to me. I was taking advice from folks who approached life in a different way, lived life in a different way. And although it felt really useful to an extent, it was like that last 20% that I needed to feel seen, heard, and involved in my process of personal development or growth or in feeling really connected to the information that I was receiving, it was missing. And so it felt hard because in this space that I so loved secretively, that helped me advance in my career, helped me gain so much success in different ways, helped me through so much difficulty, these conversations around mindset and productivity and building habits and building grit and persevering, it was helpful to a point. And I needed to get beyond that point. And it became abundantly clear to me back at the beginning of 2019, when I had the incredible opportunity of going to Oprah's 2020 Vision Tour in Florida, where she interviewed Lady Gaga on stage, and where I got to be surrounded by a room of a stadium full of such a diverse community of people. And definitely on the older side of things, (laughs) as we know, Oprah has been part of many of our lives, raising us through the Oprah Winfrey show, um, and then also helping that generation before us really make sense of their life, their well-being, and so much more. And then a few days later, I had the opportunity to go to Rachel Hollis's Rise Conference. And it was in that stadium when I went to register, and I realized that I was one of a handful of people of color, and that there was more staff members who were working at the event, who were folks of color, then there were attendees. And I felt so othered and so alone to the point where I hand wrote a note to the then CEO of the company, Dave Hollis, sharing how as um, a South Asian woman, I felt 
unsafe in that crowd in Southern Florida, trying to get my personal development on, trying to go there with the content, trying to be vulnerable and just not feeling safe or seen. And the response from Dave was minimal, a DM on Instagram, a follow and a unfollow a few months later. And it was a band-aid. It just made me feel so not seen. And it was through that early 2020 experience that I realized I wanted to create something that I wish existed for me to lean on at different points in my life, the highs and the lows that could help me move through those periods of time. And that could be more approachable for other people who come from various intersections of identity to feel seen, heard, and know that those parts of themselves and their identities matter as they work to advance their lives, their work, their wellness, and so much more. And when the pandemic hit, I had to pivot, as I've spoken about in the past, my talk show that we were going to take on the road and to eight cities across North America, I had to pivot and make a decision. And what I realized was it was time for me to put pen to paper, to get typing on my keyboard, to dive into the textbooks that I had been reading for fun, go back to them again, and create a curriculum around what it is that had helped me rise time and again through difficulty and helped me fully embrace the highest highs of my life and career. And thus, my program, The Next Right Step, was born. And we had our inaugural cohort in July 2020. And we had 40 students come through our virtual doors and join us week after week as we dove into the various roots of resilience together. And I got to see firsthand how this information that I had collected over the years of perusing personal development, psychology, resiliency work, and the things that I had done practically in my life to move through my cancer diagnosis and recovery, my various illnesses after that and recoveries, the highest successes in my career, like interviewing Michelle Obama and premiering our film at the Obama White House, alongside being named to Oprah Super Soul 100 for our work on our documentary, the things that helped me move through those highs and lows in my life, I was able to teach to others and share with them the research behind how it worked, not just how I felt about the thing, which I felt happened so much when I was in personal development spaces. I needed this to be rooted, ethical, integrity-filled, and meaningful for people. And I'm really proud to say that we've done that and we've built a program that is that through and through, filled with integrity, filled with the knowledge I wish I had, and filled with tools, tactical tools, that can help you improve your well-being, improve your relationship to work, improve the community you have around you, have tools and tactics to build your confidence and belief in yourself, and so much more. And so today, I'm so looking forward to sharing more with you about the next right step, not only in my words, but in the words of our participants who had the opportunity to take this program. And I'm excited to share with you more and more about my story as well, about why this is exactly what I knew I had to bring into the world. 
Now, part of why my relationship with personal development is so fraught is because I grew up in a South Asian household where conversations about therapy and mental health and well-being didn't always happen all the time and in fact didn't start happening until late in my 20s when I got sick and started having more of these conversations with family members. So growing up in a community and a space where faith was our go-to, where going to the Gurdwara and our relationship to Babaji to God was our connection to something more and to finding answers and to seeking solace. I rooted into that for a lot of my life and my spiritual practice is still very strong. But what I came to realize after also spending much of my 20s in silence retreats at an ashram outside of Montreal and spending time with spiritual teachers um, who happened to be of South Asian ancestry, I realized that In the spiritual development space, there was also a gap where positive thinking and meditation and mindfulness was so thrust upon us as the only answer to resolving how we were feeling that, you know, choosing positivity and choosing not to be negative, that was the way. It didn't work for me. I had been traumatized from a young age. I had gone through so much difficulty when I was young. I, I, there was so much I needed to talk through and make sense of, and it wasn't happening through meditation. In fact, sometimes I would go in circles in my mind with the thoughts and experiences that I had gone through. So what I realized is I started with a really narrow experience of what my relationship to myself and to God was, because in Sikhi, my faith, um, God and us are one. We are the same. And so that relationship to myself, to God within me was evolving, started very focused through faith, and then it spread to a larger spiritual practice. And from there, I realized I need to talk this stuff out. (laughs) And so talk therapy came back into my life. And as I zoomed further and further out, when I eventually brought coaching into my, my life as well, I began to realize that The systems that we need around our personal development or growth or our mental health and well-being, they're they're all interrelated and interconnected. It is not just one thing that can take care of all of us. It's this system that we have to put in place that can ensure that we are well-rounded in our well-being. And it was through that zooming out that I gained perspective on why it was important for me to move through the cultural barriers and boundaries around personal development and self-improvement. Why it was important for me to keep meditating, even though my dad would make jokes and laugh when I was meditating on vacations together. It was why I continued down this path when folks didn't fully understand what I was moving towards in my career because they hadn't seen a South Asian person, South Asian woman, I should say, because we have seen many South Asian men in the personal development space. Um, seen a South Asian woman take up space in the personal development world. I'm not a guru. I'm not someone who's here trying to have all the answers, but I am someone who has taken time to cultivate a path for myself and understand the kind of structures and systems we all need to feel well and be well in today's type of world. And it was through that groundedness and through that understanding of where I came from, why my culture was the way that it was, and how breaking those cycles of disbelief in therapy and personal development and growth was actually what was going to help propel me forward in my life and give me the strength to break systems of abuse, to break cycles of trauma, to heal generational wounds, 
And that's been this process. So I respect those comments that my dad and my parents would make about this journey that I'm on, about how how much of an empath I am. I respect so much of all of the objections that have come up in my life around why this might not be the path or the way to go or why personal development might not be the thing. But I know for sure that it is for me. And that through the things that I am going to share with you upcoming about what I teach in the program, it was through taking time and care in all these different areas of my life, really leaning into the roots of resilience, that I not only got to know myself better, but I really, truly got to unleash so much of what I'm here to do and the potential I'm here to bring to life. What I came to learn through delivering the program was that this cultural experience that I'm talking about I wasn't alone in that. In fact, one of our program participants, Gidden, had a very similar experience. It all hit me at once how much I was just ignoring so much that I was carrying or how much I like, I guess our culture just kind of makes it just like carry it, you know, it just normalizes just carrying it. It's a part of your life. It's a part of your history. Don't bring up these past things because it seems like you're not over it, but it's like the only way I can get over it is if I bring it up. Mm -hmm. the huge issue is like also financial um, investment in ourselves. I feel like culturally, like at least in my family, in my life, I've been kind of raised to just be like, you know, save your money, do your thing, like do the cheaper, harder things. So that way you can have a better, longer life moving forward. But I was very much like, no, I need to invest in myself. And so after I invested in you um, and you changed me, that just was so much confirmation that I was just like, no, I need to be giving myself the tools that I need to. And it's okay to drop cash. You know what I mean? Like mom and dad, it's okay for me to like spend the money that I'm working for to better myself long-term. You know what I mean? So what is the next right step? The next right step is my two month long group coaching and personal development program. In it, you're going to learn everything you need to know about how you can build and enhance your resiliency and how you can appreciate and lean into and prepare for greater success in your life and work. Through our time together, we're also going to create a holistic blueprint for your life and work so that you can achieve and move towards the goals and dreams that you've always had inside of you in a rooted and grounded and meaningful way. So how do we do this? Over the course of the program, every week I'm going to be sharing with you one of the roots of resilience. The Roots of Resilience are a framework I created that I realized through research and through lived experience are six key areas of our life that when we pay attention to them, we can unleash, as I keep saying, our potential and make sure that we're supported when things go wrong. Because y'all know those seasons of life happen and when everything feels like it's falling apart, what have you intentionally crafted around you that's lifting you up? Those are the Roots of Resilience. So when we're going week to week, what does that look like? Week one, we call welcome wellness. So this week we're talking about your psychological and your spiritual and your emotional wellness. So this week we're talking about your psychological and emotional and physical wellness, the routines and systems that you have in place in your life and how you can go about implementing those things together. In our wellness week, we also commit to as a community one habit that we're going to build together for our personal well-being over the course of the program. And I'm going to check in with you weekly on that goal that you're working towards. My intention for this module 
is to remind us how important it is to take care of our bodies and our minds and to show you tactical ways that you can go about implementing those ideal routines and habits in your everyday life. Next up, we have our module called Creating Your Dream Community. So in this module, I teach you about how you can build a really tactical and meaningful community map in your life, how you can welcome in the types of folks that you're looking to connect with so that you can move forward in your life and grow towards that next level that you're going towards, and how you can make sense of the boundaries that you need to have in place with certain relationships in your life. This is really when you get to love on the people in your life and really celebrate them, but also Make sense of where you might need to draw some lines in the sand with certain people so that you can feel more elevated and supported in how you move forward in your life. This is also the module where you're going to really connect deeply with your fellow cohort and community members and get to build this community through the Next Right Step and our community, The Retreat, over on Mighty Networks, um, which is our community networking app, and really get to know one another that much more. Module three, we call working well. How often have you been asked about your relationship to work? How often have you taken a second to pause and redefine success in your life or define it on your own terms? This module is where you're going to make that happen. You get to dive in and make a tactical plan for what you want next in your work life and you get to reflect back on how you've gotten to where you are with work. When I consider my relationship to work now, it is one that's healthy, supportive, and one that I have to stay on top of because I have a proclivity to overwork. But it's through these questions that I'm going to be sharing with you, through the research I'm going to share with you around purpose and connection and flow to the work that we're doing, that you're going to be able to feel more in control of your decisions around work and your relationship with work. And when you're choosing to overwork or when you're in an unhealthy work environment, how to call it out faster and tactically move through it better. This is one of my favorite modules. It's a big one, but an important one. Next up, we dive into developing self-efficacy. So what is self-efficacy? It is our belief in ourselves that we can move through difficult things. And believe it or not, it is akin to confidence in different areas of our lives, but we can improve this and learn specific ways that you can build your self-belief in yourself and your self-efficacy overall. And again, I'm going to say this potentially about every module, but I love this module so much because it gives us tactical reference points for us to not be so hard on ourselves, for us to cut through imposter syndrome, and for us to understand that Maybe our issue with why we're not feeling confident in a certain area is just a lack of experience and how you can build up that experience to feel even more grounded, rooted, and confident in who you are and how you're showing up in the world. And now we're on to module five, and this one is connecting to your identity to create your impact. So for many BIPOC folks, we often are told that we are resilient. But what I am excited to share with you through this module is that through connecting to your culture and your heritage, to your lineage, to your ancestry, that is truly what can help you become even more resilient. When you know where you've come from, when you connect to your culture, your heritage, to the intersections of your identity. And this is something I've found that's been missing in the personal development space is not giving us the opportunity to really get to know who we are to choose what parts of our culture and background really resonate for us, 
and to use those as tools moving forward for us to anchor into resiliency and become that much stronger as we move through life. And it's through rooting into our identity that we can also make sense of the impact and legacy we want to leave behind, whether it's through our micro actions with friends and family or bigger impacts we want to make through our advocacy. This is the week where we're going to get into all of this and so much more. And now finally, module six, planning and organizing your best year yet. This weekend retreat that is part of module six is going to be so memorable for you. We take two days for you to plan out the next 12 months of your life and work and get really tactical on what you're going to do in the next three. You get to celebrate your goals with your community. You get to reflect back on everything you've accomplished this last 12 months that led you to this exact moment. And you're going to walk out with so much more information on goal setting and planning and making sense of everything that's ahead. And one of my favorite things, you're going to have your dream vacation chunks blocked out in your calendar by the end of this weekend retreat. That's right. I got a message from someone who took this program uh, in December with me and they said, I'm on vacation right now because I wrote it down when I did your best year with you five months ago. And they said, I wouldn't have done this otherwise. So that's one of my favorite parts of that one. And so through these six modules, through these six weeks, including our closing week together, um, we get to dive into so much about what makes you resilient, how you can build tactically these various parts of your life so that you have a strong foundation to catch you, which is my definition of resilience, not just bouncing back quickly from adversity, but actually what is the strong foundation and safety net you have supporting you based on these six areas of your life. You're going to walk out feeling so strong, so rooted, so connected to the people in your life and so ready for everything that's ahead. And that is exactly what Samu Kelly told me about her next steps after taking the next right step last summer. I think the biggest transformation was, you know, becoming more confident in myself and who I am outside of my output. Because the roots of resilience, what I took away was that, you know, you are a person and you're strong as you are, you know, and I loved that it built from the individual and, you know, start to talk about the community and also our work and how we impact the people around us. So I think it really helped to set the groundwork for um, helping me understand who I am and the way I fit into the world and with the people around me. And it was just so amazing to be able to uh, meet other people who are in similar stages in their lives, struggling with the same, like similar problems too. And um, that community piece for me was just so powerful and like letting me know that I'm not alone. Um, as you know, when you're struggling through different things, the biggest feeling is just like loneliness in your struggle. So it was very healing for me to be able to hear the stories of, you know, yourself and other people who are in the program who are struggling with things like the imposter syndrome, like overworking, all these things that were themes for me as well coming into the program. So who is this program for? If you are someone who is looking to feel better in your day-to-day -day life, if you are looking for someone who is interested in personal development but is looking for a place that uh, helps you in your self-improvement ethically and with integrity, if you're looking for a place that respects your identity and the intersections of your identity, if you're looking for a space that is research-backed and has a lot of information, workbooks and 
different knowledge for you to dive into. And if you're someone who is perhaps struggling to see what the next step is in your life and work or feeling somewhat burnt out, or if you're someone who's in a winning season and are looking for supports and ways to enhance this winning season in your life and make sure that you're supported as you keep leveling up, then this is the program for you. I know that those are a lot of different bullet points that I just hit on, but I have seen students from all of those different types of expectations and approaches and spaces in their lives thrive through this program. Also, tactically as a community, our members and cohort participants become such strong supports for one another. I have seen members of our community create weekly goal-setting groups that meet either weekly or bi-weekly so that they can stay on track with their goals and dreams in the world. Imagine having a group of people around you who speak the same language around personal development and resiliency as you. So you're talking to someone and you're like, I really wish I could build my confidence in this area of my life. And they're like, remember that piece of curriculum that we taught or were taught? Or remember how vicarious experiences can help you right now? Here, let me send you a link to something that's going to support you. Yes, that is the type of community the next right step and your best year has created. And I am obsessed with them. Um, Also, you're going to have access, as I mentioned before, to our app on Mighty Networks called The Retreat, which is where you can go every day to share about how your goals are going, how your time in the program is going, to share tidbits of the curriculum and homework that you're doing from the worksheets and workbooks. And where you're going to get lists of books, resources, podcasts, music playlists, articles, and so much more that our team sources for you to continue your journey forward. And you get lifetime access to this community online. So this is for you if you're ready to move forward and charge forward in your life. And the community that's a part of this is bar none, one of my favorite things about this program. And Isha actually had this to say about the program and the community in the next right step. I think often when we go into these networking situations or um, programs, we're often looking for people that do the same thing as us. And that's how we create a connection. But this was just, we were creating connection with people that had the same value system, with people that had the same goals and ambitions, with people that struggled the same way that we did. And that just felt like a whole other level of connection. Now, what does life look like after the program? I have had the opportunity to stay in touch with so many of our graduates from The Next Right Step and to witness their evolution, whether it is through being able to have hard and difficult conversations with their families, like Gidden, or advance their education in different areas of their life, like Isha, or write their first book, like Samukele, who wrote her first book of poetry coming out of The Next Right Step. For some folks, during the program, they completely transformed their careers. I am always flabbergasted by this story, but Ruby, who was a corporate executive, left and made her plan to leave one job and was interviewing for another, where she actually had a multiple six-figure increase in her salary. And we had others who were leaders in the tech space be able to prioritize their well-being and their wellness. Like when I say these things out loud, I, I could, I'm brought to tears because it just means so much that I have the privilege of being a part of people's evolution and hopefully your evolution when it comes to moving more towards your goals and dreams in life and everything that's meant for you. And again, as I said, 
The beauty of this program is it doesn't end at our two months together. We're with you for another year with our quarterly check-in calls and likely for life because I have a feeling I'm just going to offer these quarterly check-ins in perpetuity to all our graduates. And I want to do that because it truly lights me up and makes me feel so fulfilled to see the progress and the impact that the Roots of Resilience have on our graduates' lives every single day. And I don't want you to just hear it from me. So here is what a few of our participants had to say about life after the next right step. I think the program has allowed me to create a plan that is meaningful, that's a next step as to at least where I'm going. One thing that this course allowed me to do is recognize that maybe during the year is not my go time. It's not my push time. Um, it's my time to percolate. It's my time to plan. It's my time to, um, you know, give some grace to myself because it's so go, go, go every day. Um, but then plan so that when I do have time off and I do have the capacity, I can go push the gas pedal on whatever I have to do next. Be able to see the physical manifestation of all that work and like internal work that I'd been doing that was like unseen externally. It was just so, I don't know, just so like transformative. And, you know, it just made me really believe like, wow, there really is a force that um, is greater than me. And like, everything happens for a reason because all the small things that happened throughout on this journey towards creating it, you know, discovering the course and um, all the different, um, you know, afterwards I ended up taking a yoga teacher training, which I didn't see for myself um, before that, you know, all these little things really helped to culminate into this physical product, you know? So to me, it's not just a book. It's really like my own personal growth and like transformation in physical form. I feel lifted up. I feel validated in my emotions. That's a big one too. I feel like uh, young brown women in our culture are like just made to not feel validated in any capacity, but mainly in our emotions. And so I just, I just felt like I was just in a community that just heard me. Creating the next right step this curriculum, this program, alongside your best year and the curriculum and the program that that has become has been one of the biggest silver linings of my life. When I think of why I'm resilient or when I think of the hard things I endured when I was young and even recently in my life, when I think of the difficulties my life has included, they are made worth it through making this program and being able to support others through the hard things that they're facing and through being able to help others learn to celebrate their wins, become well in their bodies and minds and feel proud of themselves and to feel proud of myself for the life that I've crafted for myself and for the lives that our students have crafted for themselves. There's no greater service that I could do in the world than offer this program and teach what I teach. And that feels pretty cool <laughs> to be able to say that aloud. And so this program has changed my life, not just because it gets to be a vehicle that I get to build an incredible team with, that I get to propel our work forward in the world through, but because every day I get to hear from our students and the people we engage with that we have provided them tools to make life more manageable and meaningful. 
I just wish that I, like I said earlier, could take this program as a participant. I wish there's many times in my life when I wish I could have done this. When I was in post-recovery or like after I went into remission from cancer, I wish that I had this to help me make sense of the next steps in my life. When I locked in the Michelle Obama interview, it was the roots of resilience that helped that day be the one of the best days of my life. But in that transition after that incredible day of my career, I needed a support to help me figure out my next steps. So whether it's a low, a high, an in-between, join us. Let us be a bridge to what's next in your life and meet some of your best friends because I have a feeling you're going to meet some people in this program who you're going to adore and keep in your life forever um, through the next right step. So until next time, visit gomel.com slash TNRS for more info and I will see you in the next episode. Lessons Learned is produced by Rhaenyra Naidu and me, Gomel Minhas, with support from Daniela Ochoa. Our editor is Madison Foran. If you heard something that really resonated with you, then please leave a review over at Apple Podcasts. You can find all the episodes and other goods over at gomel.com. Until next time, I'm Gomel, and this is Lessons Learned.